Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Aaron Franco. Aaron Franco is the Vice President of Immersive Technology at Saratasa. Aaron has spent over 20 years working in different areas of technology and has achieved numerous technical certifications as well as an MBA from the New York Institute of Technology. He currently leads Saratasa's Immersive Technology Business Unit focusing on virtual, augmented, and mixed reality for business. Aaron is also responsible for sales, production, marketing, and service delivery with full P&L ownership. Well, good afternoon, Aaron. Welcome to the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Aaron. This is awesome. Appreciate you making the time. I know we're traversing a couple time zones, you being in Southern California, and we're here out in Kansas City. So again, thank you. And Really want to dive right into these questions. That's what I do here. So, Aaron, let's talk a little bit about your career. Uh, It's been amazing. You've had it in technology. You were a technologist, a senior executive, but now you're the vice president of immersive technology at Saratasa. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. Um, I don't know that they're secrets, but I guess if I uh, reflect on maybe some key things that have brought me a long way. I would say probably two that are related. Um, I think learning to be comfortable um, when you're uncomfortable is is really key. And that kind of lends to something else I've done a lot of in technology is to embrace change. And I think that those two things together um, will take you far initially in your career. You know, technology is about change. It's constantly changing. I think there's, you know, obviously a famous quote that says the only constant is change. And with that comes this level of discomfort that a lot of people who maybe aren't on the technology side really struggle with. So I think, you know, early in the career, it's just about going for it, being in those uncomfortable situations, learning that this is the way you grow. But then there's there's kind of a shift at some point in the career where you have to go from just embracing change to leading change and helping make other people feel uncomfortable in in whatever role they are. And that's, I think, sort of the flip from, you know, growing your career to becoming a leader is is being able to um, really lead through change and, and make people comfortable with it. Maybe they don't love it, but, you know, bringing people to the other side, I think, is what allows you to exceed or excel. And then um, I'd say inspiration. Um, I really like building things. So I started my career in, in technology sales and then flipped fairly early over into just being a pure technologist and a technology manager. And I think a lot of that was around the ability to build solutions and troubleshoot. And I, I like the planning side, whether it's planning a vacation or re, you know, uh, rebuilding parts of my house, doing things like that. And then the the creative part that comes with it of you have to envision these things that may not exist. And then, you know, the hard part, a lot of people can plan, a lot of people can create these, you know, beautiful ideas, but delivery is really where the rubber hits the road. And so putting all of that together to me is, is there's just nothing more exciting than imagining something and then delivering it. And I think that's what really, you know, inspires me and has taken me far. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate the share. Uh, Really do. Uh, Again, we gain all kinds of wisdom from the podcast from amazing guests like yourself. So I appreciate that. And Aaron, switching gears, um, Saratasa is known for its broad technology solutions and platforms. Could you maybe expand on one of these? For example, 
virtual reality and augmented reality and how you're helping your customers solve complex issues? Sure. Um, one thing I've discovered about VR specifically is that uh, most customers have an idea, but they don't really, they don't know how to use VR. So, um, you know, in comparison to other, maybe more um, defined technologies or more mature technologies, people come in with a fairly clear set of not just objectives, but, well, we want this and we want this and, you know, product requirement documents and, and all that sort of stuff. When they come in with VR, it's almost just an idea and they don't even know what the best way to move forward is. So when you talk about com complex issues, I think it's more us diving into their business and understanding what problems they're having, what problems they're trying to solve, and then applying this technology creatively to uh, reduce things like safety issues or problems or the impracticality of, hey, I have this device and it's uh, 2,000 pounds and I really want to take it to all my trade shows, but it's too big. I can't ship it everywhere. It just physically won't move um, or just the cost of, of doing all that stuff. So it's the complexity is really the combination of all of these things. And so some examples of how we're doing that is, you know, when you get into, um, again, I mentioned trade shows, we do a lot of product uh, virtualization. So building things out that people can both train and learn on, but also maybe show someone where they normally couldn't. Um, we're doing things socially uh, around bringing people together in ways that Maybe they could never get access to certain individuals or ideas. Um, and then, you know, we're one of my favorite. I don't know if this is a complex issue, but I love it. We're working with a guy who runs a large uh, dog training franchise, and he's a combat disabled vet. He serves that population quite a bit. And we're building out features in this uh, application that are allowing people who may have mobility issues or may not be able to you know, get out there and, you know, have time with dogs or learn how to train dogs, or maybe they're getting a dog. Uh, he delivers a lot of trained dogs that they need to know. So it's like, we're creating this environment that they could never have access to. And to me, that's, it's a complex issue because we're bringing together the ability to, to allow someone to do something that they couldn't do otherwise. So there's just a lot of fun use cases when it gets into this technology that, I really like solving. And to me, it's all, it's all a little bit complex. And especially because, as I mentioned, most businesses come in not really even knowing where to start. Thank you, Aaron. And I love that how you shared an example there, but you know, it's, it's all about finding uh, a solution for the customer at a great value, but mm -hmm. also to me, the icing on the cake. And that's what we talk about on this podcast is the emerging technologies, uh, which you shared uh, some of those platforms that you're using uh, for your customers. So that's awesome. And thank you. And so, Aaron, we're going to dive in just a little bit more since we are a tech publication. You're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies, just all the different solutions that you're off that you offer at Serotasa. Is there something you, else you might be able to share with us today? Sure. Yeah, we're a we're custom solution provider. So some of these things people come to us and we can't talk about, but uh, I'd say a few of the exciting areas that we're diving deeper into right now that I think will pay dividends um, are really around, let's say, content creation, soft skills, and emotion. And what I, the, the, the technology we're using to do that are things like AI for natural language interaction. So giving people the ability to 
feel like they're actually communicating with a real person who's responding in a way that makes sense to them in their head. They don't feel like I'm going through this, you know, robotic pre-programmed, you know, voice interactive thing like you're on a a phone tree, Um, which is kind of when you're programming VR, unless you have some sort of intelligence in the background, that's kind of how it works now. So we're, we're diving into some areas around that. Um, I do think that that, I guess the other part, there's a lot of things that happen in VR as an experience, but not much of it is captured. Maybe the data is captured, but the actual physical recording of it. So we've been working on a, a few different applications right now that are allowing us to, for people to record what they do while they're in VR and give other people the ability to play that back to give them the sense that that person is actually there. So, you know, both of these things are around how do we get people to feel socially that they're more connected to someone else in VR and maybe learn something. So let's take this dog trainer, for example, you know, if he can record himself actually training the dog, it's much better than if we just pre-program somebody doing it in there that's, you know, not him. So he gets to add his personality. He gets to add his expertise. Maybe he can respond in ways to clients that have asked him for something specific. So, so that's been fun. And then, you know, I think really I mentioned soft skills and emotions. That's the next phase of this, in my opinion, is there's so much opportunity. Let's take sales training, for example, um, it's so hard to, uh, it's so hard to mimic the real world when you're doing sales training, for example, or any sort of person to person interaction. It could be therapy. It could be coaching, anything that it might be. So being able to create an environment where that can happen, um, is exciting. And I think by leveraging these different types of technologies, we're going to get into a place where people actually feel and learn without the risk of failing. So that I think is what's going to make it better than maybe doing it in person is you're not, you know, picking your buddy who's going to pretend to be someone else. You're actually interacting with that real live type of person. You're absolutely right. And, you know, we're, we're seeing it now just in the last couple of months, you saw the explosion with chat GPT Mm -hmm. and, and chat uh, GPT four is right around the corner. I mean, I was impressed with all the things I asked it or, uh, interact my interaction with it. And so you're absolutely right. E- leveraging this technology to help people get better um, is really kind of the wave of the future in the immediate future, in my opinion. So thank you mm-hmm. for sharing that. So Aaron, last question, we'd like to ask, you know, maybe a piece of advice from you. So could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either tech or leadership? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think beyond the the whole concept of you know embracing change and 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 learning to find comfort in the you know uh, ambiguous is to just constantly you know have have a have a have a north and make good choices even if you don't understand why so you know an example of that is somewhere mid career um, I was saying something that a lot of us say I said you know I really want to go get a graduate degree probably an MBA and the the person I was speaking with said, well, why don't you do that? And there were probably a million reasons at the time that it didn't make sense and I didn't need it for my career path that I was on. But, um, you know, I really didn't have a good answer for that. And so I did that. And I think there's a lot of, you know, benefit that's come that I could have never predicted 
especially now, it's so important to be able to understand business in this technical role as we're building solutions. And I got a lot of that knowledge, you know, through graduate school. And in addition, there's just all these little things that come up every day, whether it's exercise or, you know, anything that you aren't quite feeling motivated to do, but you know, it's the right thing. It always comes back in a positive way and it always helps you be more rounded. It helps you, you know, move in a forward direction versus just sitting still or possibly sliding backwards. And again, I think sometimes people limit themselves by only doing things when they see a clear outcome or a clear reason why, or it's easier to not do this. But I think the one thing to grow as a, as a guiding force is just make good choices, do the right thing, whether you know why you're doing it or not. Aaron, thanks again for sharing that. Uh, again, some of the you highlighted some things that uh, you have experienced, implemented or, or come across maybe as a challenge in your career. And sharing that with our audience is so helpful. We have hundreds of guests that have been here that uh, share a lot of experience that has really helped our audience uh, globally, by the way. So thank you. And Aaron, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. All right. Thanks. It sounds great. Thanks for having me. Bye for now. Bye.